Episode 141, Time Management. Hey Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Walsh. So Katie, quite a cool topic we've got today. It's all about time management and how it can sort of bleed into your finances. Yeah, Dan, I don't think a lot of people really think of time management with their financial health, but I think it definitely correlates. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, ultimately it comes down to just being organized and really being prepared and figuring out, you know, where you want to go to. And if you if you master time management, you can really start monitoring your finances in the sense that you're well, more, more, more well prepared than what you ordinarily would be. Therefore, you have more resources at your disposal. Definitely. I agree. Cool. So before we dive into today's episode, if you guys would like to join us, our Facebook community, you can head on over to chainofwealth.com slash group. We have an awesome Facebook community. We'd love if you came and said hi and let us know what you're busy tackling in 2019. All right, Kate, you ready to dive into today's episode? Yeah. Fantastic. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. So, Kate, time management, learning how to manage your time, how to manage your resources, and ultimately make more money. Yeah, then, so I think that... When talking about time management, most people are like, okay, yeah, I get up in the morning, I go to work, I do my thing, I come home, and then I, I don't know, maybe side hustle or take a nap or watch TV or it's family time. But I've noticed, especially for us recently, since we've gotten back from Africa, if I have not time managed my day, it is so stressful. Yeah, and stuff just doesn't seem to get done. And you feel like you have this like mountain that just keeps growing and you're never checking stuff off the to-do list. And it really is crazy, you know. And like you said, like if you manage your time correctly, you do have more time available for side hustles and making that extra bit of income. It really can make a huge difference. Yeah, well, and to link it to money because we're a personal finance podcast. Oh, do we have to do that? <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, this weekend that just passed was super chaotic for me. I was busy and I didn't get time to meal prep like I typically do. And so for anybody who doesn't know, over the weekends, I get like all my like housework done. Like I do the laundry and I go to the grocery store and I kind of at least mentally plan out what we're going to eat. Right. And this weekend I didn't get a chance to. So it has left us eating out more this week, which is not ideal for a budget, especially when you're planning a wedding. Yep, definitely not. <laughs> um, and also not ideal for your wedding body when you're planning a wedding. Because, for example, last night we had burgers for dinner. But they were pretty good. Which were delicious. <laughs> but we had them because I was tired. I didn't feel like cooking. And then afterwards... Although delicious, I did feel a bit guilty about them because yeah. I felt like I had undone all the work that I have put in at the gym. 
Yeah. And, you know, like when it comes to eating healthy and trying to stick to a diet, like that consistency is really the key thing. And when it comes to planning your money, consistency is also key. You know, you have to really be on the same page with uh, your spouse or whoever else it is that is in your whole financial, um, what's the word? Family. Family, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so being able to sort of manage your time. Now, something that you should be doing as well is setting some time aside to go over your money. And whether that's looking over a budget, like on a one-month basis, or whether it's sort of seeing if you're on track for the full year, if you put time in and you schedule stuff in, like I've honestly found that like running by a schedule changes things dramatically. You're able to sort of check stuff off and you have dedicated time to sit and say, well, this is the time every week that I'm going to be going to the gym or looking over my money or whatever it is, you know, you kind of give yourself this little bit of buffer and because you schedule time for it, you're much more likely to actually tick it off and, and get stuff done. I agree with you. And one thing that I have learned, especially with going to the gym, because it's not my favorite thing. I put my clothes out in the morning so that when I come home for work, I see them on the bed and it's just like, ugh told myself i would go yeah and 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 sort of sticking to the same similar time every day mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i do that and also a lot of times right when i get home from work i sit down i do all my side hustles so i can be making that extra money but then it's done out of the way and i can go on with the rest of my evening for like making dinner and going to the gym right <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I couldn't agree more, you know, sort of setting aside that time and doing it on a consistent basis, you know, every week that, you know, on a Tuesday at eight o'clock, that's the time that I'm going to go to the gym or that's the time that I'm going to look over my finances and see if I'm on track. That really can make a huge amount of difference. And, you know, I, I think as well from someone that isn't good at planning, you know, h- how important would you say this really is, you know, sort of putting yourself in the position and saying, well... I'm not really a planner, like I kind of been winging it so far. How do they kind of address time management and sort of planning their finances? Yeah, Dan, I think that is a really good question because it's it can be a tough hurdle to tackle. I think with just about anything else that we talk about on the podcast, you need to sit down and set some goals. And what do you want to accomplish and what amount of time? And then go backwards and make those mini goals. And, you know, okay, if you want to save $500 and you're going to really try to time manage your day so you're not spending as much money, you're going to need to do things like meal prep. Do you need to leave earlier for work so you're not sitting in traffic as long and wasting as much gas? Are you trying to be more productive and things like that? And really set what you want to accomplish and then make those little goals. And I think it's also really important to not make like 10 goals at one time. Pick one thing that is manageable and then you can go from there. And then as you start to feel comfortable, you can build what you're working on. Because I think when you pick 10 goals or five goals that you all you want to accomplish right at one time, then you're just going to overwhelm yourself and you're going to get all flustered and you're going to quit like three weeks in and then you're going to feel terrible about yourself. I'm actually really happy that you brought up goals because I think it's completely relevant to time management. I think that one thing that you should really be doing as well is putting a time on your goal. 
you know, because like say in an example, you want to save $500. That's a great goal, but by when, you know, and if you just have this goal to save $500, you'll always find excuses to kind of just push that back and say, well, I didn't say when, and I'm still on track, even though I want to spend like an additional $100 this month. And the problem with that is that you're never going to really achieve your goals. If you, versus saying, I want to save $500 in the next three months, and this is how I want to get there. You know, I want to try and side hustle or, you know, maybe um, cut back some expenses or something like that. And setting that goal for yourself and a time um, restriction on it is going to make you achieve the goal and it's going to keep you accountable as well. Right. So I could talk about, I'll make myself as the example for my student loan. Everybody knows that I'm trying to pay off my student loan. And and you're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It does feel like it's never going to be paid off. Um, so my goal was, and I've readjusted my goal a few times because it didn't work out. So I also want to point out that it is okay if, you know, something goes astray. You can change your plan. Don't abandon your plan. So my goal is to pay off my student loan by my birthday, which is in May. It's Memorial Day weekend. And when we were originally talking about it, I would have to take, I'd have to make $3,000 payments each month. Right. And you were only really able to contribute about 2000 based on your normal job. Talk about overwhelming. <laughs> so you had, oh to, you had to literally make an additional $1,000 so, in your spare time if you wanted to reach your goal. Well, and what was overwhelming then is I felt like I didn't have any spare time. Yeah. Because I'd be working all day and then I would come home and then we would work on the podcast and the blog and then I would make dinner and then by the end of the evening, I'm beat. Yeah. So... After I cried and whined about it and kind of threw my own pity party, I did manage to make time. I have two really good side hustles right now that I do regularly. And I just, in my brain, it is part of my day. And when I wake up in the morning at five o'clock in the morning, I'm thinking, okay, today I have my regular work job, which I don't get out until 430 if I'm lucky on a good day. <laughs> and then I go straight to my second side hustle twice a week, which is tutoring this little girl. And then I come right home. A lot of times I don't even take my work clothes off because that way I'm still... You're in the work frame. I'm in the mentality. zone. Yeah. And I do my computer side hustle. And then after that, then I'm done. Then I can change and mentally I'm okay. And I enjoy cooking and, you know, being in the kitchen and everything. So that to me is not as big of a hassle unless there are days like, well, yesterday, frankly, where my legs hurt and I didn't feel like cooking. So we ordered out. But that's how I have learned to manage my time. I just keep in the zone and I plan it out like it's part of my work day. Like, okay, I have work and then I have tutoring and then I'm going to come home and I'm going to do my computer side hustling, and then I will make dinner. And that's why I have to be organized when I, in the beginning of the week, so I have a plan as to what we're going to have for dinner so we're not eating at 9.30 at night. Yeah, 100% makes sense. So for people following the podcast and your journey to pay back your student loan, how much is left? Now, we have to be completely <laughs> honest. Speaking about time management, we're recording this the day before this right episode before goes work. live. So <laughs> thankfully, uh, there was like, 
I don't know, not even a, a snowstorm, like a, a big cold front. And for anybody who doesn't know, uh, if it gets cold or snows or anything out of the ordinary in D.C., like everybody kind of freaks out and nothing happened. So I got I woke up this morning to a text message from my boss saying, oh, well, we're going to open late. So enjoy your morning yeah and so. we were both kind of like oh boy we need to do a podcast <laughs> and that was a great time well yeah so, we, we're, we're planning on doing the evening but like going back to time management for this we are normally so far scheduled out in advance of recording and the only reason i brought up when we're recording is that people know how current your current loan is yes because very often you know you'll say something and the episode will only go live like maybe in a couple of weeks or whatever the case is so people aren't getting the most up-to-date information yes so going back to my original question <laughs> how much do you owe on your loan currently well before the interest hit my account or after as of right now as of well as of yesterday it was ten thousand and three dollars. Woohoo! Congratulations. So it was <laughs> when I made my payment, it was like nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-five. Right. But that interest, man. Interest, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, when you're starting to get down and really tracking it, that interest is like soul sucking. Yeah, just that those extra couple dollars every day just keep adding I went, up. <laughs> I went to bed on Monday night and I checked it and I owed ten thousand one dollars yeah and then yesterday i checked and I, I have like this obsession with looking at it now and i owed ten thousand three dollars and i was just like overnight i owe two more dollars for nothing which yeah. is frustrating well, it's, it's the cost i'm afraid of borrowing money and yeah. it just keeps adding up every day it is not good so yeah so ten thousand dollars and you're gonna have that paid off by may it's super duper exciting yes i think I everyone excited. at chain of all is super excited that you've managed to tackle literally almost forty thousand dollars on your student loan in really no time at all you've knocked it out in like a year and a half it has been hard. Yeah. But, but I will say- You've really focused and you've really tried hard. And considering you've had to work the extra hours that you've had to and manage your time and really hustle to make the, this um, dream of yours a reality and, you know, an achievable goal, you've done a really great job. Well, thanks, Dan. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, well, I just wanted to also say, obviously, since we are coming clean and, you know, we're recording this hours before it needs to be out- uh, we're not perfect at time management, so it is a constant work in progress. Yeah. But um, if I can time manage and pay off my loan, trust me, in the beginning, I was hopeless. I was yeah. afraid to check the mail. I didn't even want to talk about Fed loan. It was, it was awful. So if you are driving to work in your car or on the treadmill at the gym and you're just like i'm hopeless i don't know what to do i don't know where to start reach out if not to us to somebody because somebody is able to help you and it is it makes you feel a lot better and coming from a girl who before i didn't even know like how to log into my fed loan account <laughs> which is a little embarrassing like now i have it on my phone i check it all the time and actually even though it there's still a ten thousand dollars is a lot of money still and if you think about it yeah it feels so good to like look back in my history and be like wow six months ago i owed eighteen thousand dollars and now i only owe ten 
Yeah. It does it's a make huge you feel good. It really is. Yeah, so in terms of reaching out, you guys can hit us up on the Facebook group. You can head on over to chainofwealth.com slash group. That's probably the best way to get hold of us in the Facebook community. Otherwise, you can also email us. Feel free to reach out. It's info at chainofwealth.com. And we try to time manage so that we can read our email. <laughs> All <laughs> exactly. right, well, then we have to get to work. <laughs> yeah, we definitely do. All right, guys. Well, we hope you have an awesome week and weekend, and we will catch you again on Monday. Bye. Bye.